32GI. Leading sports nutrition provider. Focused on health and performance. 32GI. Trusted sports nutrition advisors. This is 32GI Sports Nutrition. I'm Mr. Active David Katz, joined by Mark Wolf. And uh, it's a time of year when people do indulge. Hopefully, they're still training and keeping active as well. But Mark Wolf, uh, on his, uh, his blog site, The Fitness Freak, had a fantastic post recently, and it uh, was around planning your plate. And a lot of people don't know the amount of carbs versus fat versus protein they need, whether they've had their session. And it can get very confusing when nutritionists talk about what you need and what is required. Mark's done a a fantastic little breakdown of that for people. So, Mark, just basically the the motivation behind uh, this this latest uh, uh, blog of yours? I think the motivation is is that when I engage with people on a regular basis, they fail to understand how to construct a meal properly, Um, and they seem to overcomplicate matters. And I just thought this is the most simplest way to approach a meal and actually construct it in the most simplest manner. And I think if there's, if people are guided in a, in a simple and easy manner to understand what and how they should be constructing a meal, uh, it will be far more beneficial and they'll actually start making the correct choices. Now, in the Mark's uh, blog, The Fitness Freak, you can uh, view it online. I will put a link up. It's a fantastic blog. He does come up with these uh, motivated plans and, and things around everyday life. And, and this one really is, uh, it did hit a point and made it really sort of easy to break down. So talking about an easy breakdown, Mark, how do you break up your plate? Well, the first thing I always tell people is start with your protein, Okay. Um, there are various puzzle pieces to the plate, but let's start with the protein because that's number one. And the reason I say start with the protein is because protein is immeasurable. Depending on the kind of athlete or the person that you are, you should be consuming a certain amount of protein per day. It could be anywhere between one gram to a kilogram of body weight per person, up to, for an endurance athlete, 1.4, 1.7 kilograms, uh, 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 1.7 gram, 1.4 to 1.7 grams of uh, of protein to um, uh, to a kilogram of body weight, and the thing is, is that if you've got that measurable, then you understand how much protein you should be consuming in a day. So, you know, I, I weigh in the region of about 66, 67 kilograms. I consume anywhere between 85 to 95 grams of protein per day. However, I know that protein just cannot be absorbed in huge amounts. The body's got the ability to only absorb specific amounts of protein at any one time. So that protein gets spread out, and I look to 20 to 25 grams of protein per serving maximum, um, and that should be spread out every three hours or so. So when I go to a plate, for example, if it's one of my main meals, my protein servings are around the 20 to 25 gram mark, never more. Um, if it's a snack, it might be around the 8 to, I'd say, maybe 15 grams of protein in a snack meal, um, but they are spread out through the day. Once I understand that, I can pick my protein, and they're very simple. If I want a protein of 25 grams, I just take one chicken breast, or a tin of tuna is probably around 20 grams, depending on the size of the tin, um, just to give you an example. Um, if you're a vegan or a vegetarian, then you need to understand how much protein is actually in a dual food, being a carb, protein, food, etc. So it could be a grain, it could be... Uh, a type of a vegetable, etc., that have got a protein content, but you need to understand what that protein content is. 
Once I've put the protein on the plate, I move to the next thing, and I call that the healthy carbohydrate section. When I talk about healthy carbs, I talk about carbohydrates that have got a very low net carb portion. In other words, carbs are broken down into two things. We've got net carbs, and the growth carbs are basically including fiber. So if you eat a high fiber carbohydrate, the net carbs are usually a little bit lower. In that case, I look at uh, things like um, my green leafy sort of vegetables. I look at the spinaches. I look at the kale. Um, I look at uh, you know the vegetables that are steamed, such as broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts. Uh, you know, all those kinds of things and uh, even peppers and tomatoes and mushrooms and, you know, the low net carb content makes it very suitable to filling up a plate and you can eat quite a bit of that, feel satiated and it's not going to make you um, uh, gain weight or, or land up in any unhealthy state. In actual fact, those are very nutrient-dense foods and they're going to help you quite significantly from a health perspective, provided that you cook them correctly, of course. Once you filled up the plate with that, move to the next macro, and that is fat, healthy fat. And when I look at healthy fats, I look at a small amount of fat to keep me satiated. It could be in the, I prefer plant-based fats. Remember, there's two types of fats that you can get. You get your saturated, which are your animal-derived fats, unsaturated, which are your plant-based fats. I prefer going or advocating a unsaturated, a high unsaturated uh, fat diet because I believe it's far healthier. Um, and it's also one of the reasons why I tell people, if you're going to pick a protein, uh, pick a, try and uh, uh, pick a clean or lean protein, uh, which has got a much lower fat content that you can identify how much fat you're going to be putting on your plate. So very simple fats that I utilize quite often, um, you know, you can look at olives, you can look at olive oil, you can look at flax seeds, you can look at chia seeds, um, you can look at things like tahini or sesame seed paste, um, uh, avocado is one that I've also mentioned, and it should be a measurable portion, but obviously not a large portion because obviously fats contain uh, a high number of calories and so protein or a carbohydrate. And that's generally how I construct my plate, except then I have a look, and this is generally from an exercise or athlete perspective, then I look at the, what I call earned or deserved carbohydrates. And those are the carbohydrates that have a, a higher net carb portion, which do play uh, an effect on blood sugar. In other words, they do they can cause a rise in insulin levels, and those are the ones that generally create havoc when it comes to um, health and sometimes also performance. And then I have a look at that, and I say to myself, all right, um, if it's a recovery meal, how hard did I train? How long did I train for? Do I deserve to put some of those carbohydrates into my plate in order to be able to assist me with recovery? Because maybe I did deplete my glycogen stores, maybe my blood sugar is a little bit lower than normal, and so maybe I do need to take those in. And so that's why I call them earned carbs. In other words, if, you, if you've earned them, then you can add them. So the one thing you have to remember is that if you're going to eat a higher amount of earned carbohydrates, you need to drop the fat content on the plate. You can't have high fat and high earned carbs. Uh, the two do not go well together. So it's like a balanced scale. The higher the earned carbohydrate content, the lower the fat content. The lower the earned carbohydrate content, the slightly higher the fat content. And you need to think about it in, in those terms. Um, obviously, if you haven't uh, trained significantly hard and you haven't lost uh, a large amount of, uh, of uh, say, glycogen, uh, due to exercise and your blood sugar is stable, there's no need to go and overload your plate with uh, what I call earned carbohydrates because you haven't earned those carbs, so you don't need to take them. You can keep the fat content slightly higher. Fat obviously does play a crucial role in the energy system. Um, 
and it will keep you feeling satiated and it shouldn't uh, leave you feeling uh, weak, tired or fatigued during the day. And that's a very simple way of constructing a plate. Start with a protein which is measured. Start with your uh, healthy carbohydrates uh, which will keep, which will, which are nutrient dense. They help with immunity. They help with strength. They help with uh, performance and uh, definitely health. And then once you put in those healthy carbohydrates, then you've got to try and determine uh, the fat and the earned carbohydrate content. And the truth of the matter is, is that you might not need both of them, or you might need a little bit of one or the other. But you definitely don't need to overload those two by any means. And if you construct a plate in that manner, you will never go wrong. Mark, this uh, category of earned carbohydrates, what, what would that actually be? What sort of feeds would we be looking at? Well, as I mentioned, it's higher net carbohydrates. But if I have to define what that is in terms of actual food, those are more your grains um, and your starches as well as your fruit. So those have all got a much higher ability to affect blood sugar. And definitely, I, I know that with most people, that's what causes the weight gain. So that's why I say that they need to be earned. Awesome stuff, Mark. I'll put the link up again to that uh, blog on for the Fitness Freak uh, site as well. It really is an interesting read, and you can see the um, pie chart, which also just gives you a visual idea of how to make up that meal per food group. And, uh, yeah, fantastic stuff. So do follow Mark Wolf's thing. If you have any more questions as well, you can send those through to coach at 32gi.com. But from Mark and myself, Mr. Actor David Katz, until next time. 32GI. Leading sports nutrition provider. Focused on health and performance. 32GI, trusted sports nutrition advisors.